Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We are the greatest dykes in the world. Mackenzie Goodwin. Rachel Scanlon. Worldwide dykes for life. Hey, two dykes, two dykes. Yes, we're ready. Okay. Should we uh, welcome them to the podcast? What, we haven't done that already? No. Oh. <laughs> Ladies and gentle thems, welcome to Two Dykes and a Mic. I'm your host, Rachel Scanlon. And I'm Mackenzie Goodwin. And we're fucking... Fuck. Yes. Yes? Yes. Right Ooh. now. Right now. Yeah. Actually, we have a special treat for you today. What's that? Guess you'll find out. <laughs> they have us down to a T. I've never been read so hard in my life. The We immediately forget to welcome people. Yep. We go back. Mm-hmm. We make fart noises. Yep. Immediately. Mm-hmm. We we tease something that there is nothing to tease. Nothing at all. It's, oh. And then we're going, we're fucking, by the way. Yeah. And we're doing it right now. One of us is way too loud and one is way too quiet. <laughs> and there's always a, some kind of train or truck in <laughs> or the background. Or garbage truck. Yeah. Just like, oh my God, that was fun to listen to. That was great. Thank there's you guys for sending that There's something very fascinating about listening to somebody doing an impression of your podcast. Podcast yeah, and like, somebody that you don't know. It is also highly sexual for me. Yeah, it's very because well, you want to fuck grat- yourself. I've always said that. Yes, and I keep <laughs> getting said no to by myself. <laughs> if you guys want to do a, a your impression of our intro, we'd love to hear you do it. Vo- send us a voicemail. That was very sexually gratifying for me. And you also can do an intro where you don't imp- uh, impersonate us. Yeah, you can also just do whatever intro you want. Send Hit it to the, us. Yeah, at well, two dykes and a mic at gmail.com. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, I want to, obviously I haven't seen you in a week. I know. That's why you're all over me. You've, I'm all over you. I am actively trying to have sex with you. I know. It's like I book one job and you're, now you want it. I love a woman who works. Well, no wonder you didn't want it before. (laughs) (laughs) I stay unbooked. Hashtag unbooked. Hashtag unblessed. Man, nobody wants to book me. And that's pre-pandemic. I know a lot of comedians are, it's so hard to work now. Bitch, it's been hard. I stay unbooked. I was like, thank God the pandemic's here. Now I have a reason to be so unbooked. People refuse to book my gay ass. They really do. Um, So this week I started learning Spanish. I am actively... Hola. Hola. I'm actively on Duolingo, the world's most downloadable and then immediately deletable app. A hundred percent. That and Zillow. as well. (laughs) And I, while I was doing it, I was learning the term esposa, which Mm -hmm. is wife. Yes. In Duolingo, Mm -hmm. they had... A woman talking about her wife. 
Duolingo is LGBTQ friendly is what I'm saying. So you're trying to tell me yes. that Duolingo. Yes. AKA Dua, AKA all those characters. Duo. Duo, not Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. No, Duolingo. Dua Lipa just came out. No, no, no. I'm not talking about Dua. Dua. I always knew that bitch was gay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Dua Lipa is an artist with queer energy. Duolingo is a language app. That's gay. With, that's also gay. It's a gay dating app where you only match a Dua Lipa. No. <laughs> and she's gay. Uh-uh. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Dua Lipa joins the ranks of Taylor Swift all in a gay cult together no. out here in Los Angeles, scissoring each other into hell. <laughs> I think you can't say that. You heard it here first. You can't say that. The news is in. The facts are facts. I really am picturing Dua Lipa and Taylor Swift scissoring into in, hell. Into hell, yeah. Kind of like the of Montero video. Yes. <laughs> Call me by your name. Yes. The giant, you know, stripper pole right down into Satan. But it's Taylor <laughs> and, Dua. and Dua Lipa. Mm-hmm. Hot. Dude, I missed you. That's very hot. That's so cool that she came out. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, but Nazara we- does uh, Duolingo, and uh, there is a one of the characters that looks just like me. He is a red-haired man who wears, like, a red onesie. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, another one. A gym teacher type. Yeah, yeah. That's me. I actually had to sit for two days <laughs> for them to get that character right. <laughs> Dude, we have to say, we want to apologize. Uh, last episode, we... We biffed it. We biffed it pretty hard. And we've hard. biffed in the past, and we will biff in the future. We but are... we do rely on you guys to yeah, let us know. Absolutely. And we appreciate it. We fucked up big time. Uh, we we called- said the name of the movie wrong probably a hundred times. It's Shiva, baby. And we, you know what's crazy is we know what a Shiva is. We know what a Shiva we is. We actively know that it is not Shiva. Yeah. We know it's Shiva. So it's one of those things that happens. You hear it once and then we're both just like, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. And then we listen to it and we were like, whoa, that's not right. Yeah. So it was Shiva, baby. Uh, whoopsies. Sorry. That's our bad. And we never said we were smart. N- if anything, we've said that we're dumb this entire time. You need that mic so much closer Do to your mouth. Do not scream at me. I think it smells weird. If it smells weird, it's from your breath. No. Mm-mm. Dude. Anyways, let's get into some <gasps> good, 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 gay news. You didn't news. want to tell me anything else? Like, what have you been up to? I don't even know what you've been up to while I've been gone. Nothing? What have you been doing? Just like playing pickleball with your girlfriend? My girlfriend is trying to become a professional pickleball player. That's the hottest thing I've ever heard. And I've played her She's more good. than 12 times in pickleball. She's good. She's unbelievable. She is so hard to beat. I play her all the time. She's so hard. Cannot beat her. She's has nothing to do. So she's like, I am going to play pickleball. It's so fun. It's such a good activity for your body. Get Mm -hmm. out in the sunshine. Good for your mind. Good for the heart. Yeah. Yeah. She's really good at it. I do feel like something happened in the past two months where out of nowhere, every lesbian started playing pickleball. Yeah. Pickleball is the fastest growing sport in the United States right now. And it seems that only lesbians and ancient people are playing it. Yes. It's an elderly and a queer sport exclusively. Yeah. Everyone else, they're like, what's that? What is pickleball? Mm -hmm. I'm out here playing tennis. And it's like, well, guess what? You're dumb. You're gay. Not gay. Gay isn't stupid. Yes. Sorry. That's (laughs) when we say gay, we do mean dumb (laughs) and bad and going to hell. Um, wait, (laughs) yeah. Wait, what? Your girlfriend texted me yeah. that she wants to play with me in pickleball turno- tournaments. Yes. Which means that she didn't pick you, which means I'm better at pickleball and she, loving she, and sex. It means I'm better at pickleball and I'm better at sex. 
It's possible. There's they, only one way to find out. There Nizara, is no. Listen. Come in here and rank my lovemaking. <laughs> I, imagine she gives me a four. That would suck. That would suck. My girlfriend would give me a high grade. She, she my, imagine this. Yeah. I say, Nazara, come in, yeah. rank my lovemaking. She gives me a four out of 10 publicly on air in front of all my friends. Yeah. And that, I have to just live with that. I mean, it would be the greatest thing of all time for me. It would me. be hysterical. You and I have talked about it in the past. I know that if like I slept with somebody, let's say Rihanna. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. I wouldn't be able to handle it. Okay. I know that. Yeah. I know that if she threw it back, I would miss it. I'd drop it. Okay. It wouldn't happen. Sure. 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 I know where I'm at in the lovemaking department. Right. With we're these like- risks. You can hold your own, but you're clumsy. Exactly. I, I would drop things. Yes. I actively drop things. If somebody sex. came at you with too much energy, you're going to flounder. I would f- I would fall off the bed and probably hurt myself. Yeah. You would you would have to call it an ambulance yes. at some point, probably very early on in the experience. So I know where I'm at mm-hmm. sexually. Yeah. If I was to rank myself. What would you rank yourself sexually? One to ten. One to ten right now? What do you mean right now? Because <laughs> of the... Yeah, right now. Right now? Yeah. I'd give myself a 7 out of 10. That's a C. It's a passing C. Okay. It's a C. All right. And tell me why it's you're giving yourself a C in front of hundreds and thousands of listeners. Like, what could we improve on? I could improve on almost everything. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you come to this gay podcast, you're yeah. like, I'm a lesbian, and I'm sick of hearing these coming out stories and all these, like, dumb... People, lesbians are very, you know, they're very snobby and they're like, want to teach you something. Yeah. We're not here teaching you something. Yeah. We're here telling you the truth. And the truth is Mackenzie's a passing C at fucking. I'm a passing C because, all right, listen, I've seen porn. I know how it goes. <laughs> I'm beside myself right now. I've seen what it. Do you I mean? listen. Like you're giving yourself a C in relation to pornography? Yes. In relation to porn, I'm an F. We're on our, on our faces. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I know what an A is. We've seen an A. Porn is not what you compare to uh, this to is give what yourself I'm, a grade. This is what I, goes on in your head? I have seen a Rihanna music video. Okay, yes. Okay. Of course. That's I've, Rihanna. That's what I'm saying. I've seen Charlize in the big shot. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> throw it back like that wow my body doesn't work like that okay sure okay? you're a little stiff you i'm got a little wrists. stiff i have not stretched in a couple of days i'm tight right now in my calves you're talking about like right now right, in this very moment yes that's what i said i said right, right now right. if i'm gonna give myself a rating yeah. at this very moment yeah. one i haven't had a lot of coffee today okay sure okay so i'm a little slow yeah and i've been eating healthy exactly so i am a little slow right now i feel like my body's a little tight mm-hmm. right now i need to i need to stretch yeah Okay, I I think I would be a, a hard C. A 7 out of 10. Yeah. Fascinating. But now if you get me with a little whiskey in you. Yeah, sure. Okay, if I'm a little like loosened up, up. Yeah. If I've stretched that day. Yeah. If I've done a, a run that afternoon. Uh-huh. 7.5. Bitch, <laughs> still a 7.5. Yes! I can't do much. Okay, listen. <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> I'm not active. When you said, when you said like in this point in time. Yes. So my brain went to, we're in our twenties. Yes. We are in our sexual prime. We're almost in our sexual primes is going to be in the thirties. Of course. it's. I think 35, 35. I'm going to have like a swing set. Yeah. Installed in a hundred percent. If I don't have some type of like suspension mechanism, kill me. I'm shocked that you don't have one now, to be honest. I have what I can do. (laughs) With oh. the landlord that I have. <laughs> okay. Hey. Cool. I do what I can do with the landlord that I have. I love if that. you know what I mean. I love that. I love that. <laughs> and you know that I'm 
I researched it. <laughs> you know, I I'm bought sure a drill and then was like, Nazar was like, do not put more holes in our walls. <laughs> you know Dude, that I've done if that. you put up a swing set and bust it what do you, through. <laughs> I now have a spare bedroom. I know. Is it just a den? It's a fuck room. Please don't call it a fuck room. It's a fuck room. Don't call it. If a- you are a lesbian with a guest bedroom, guess what? My pussy's the guest. I'm getting railed in that room. That's a fuck room, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, hey, we heard you got a room opening up. Are you going to rent it out? No, I'm not. That's a fuck room. It's filthy in there. It's covered in lube. Ew, dude. The things in that closet freak me out, and I use it. Stop. I'm scared by that room. When I walk past that room, I have to close the door because I start to blush, thinking about, like, what's going to happen. It's It's like your Fifty Shades of Grey room. Yeah, absolutely. I've been been living my whole life as, like, a very sex-positive queer adult for many years, waiting to have a fuck room. You know what I'm realizing? And now I finally do. Yeah, I'm realizing that we're doing Sex and the City references again. You're a Samantha, and I'm a Charlotte. Dude, yeah. Okay, my my guest room is a guest room. That's dis- that's so sad to me. Yeah. We're young. Yeah. We're out here fucking. We get to fuck the people we want to fuck. Yeah. Some people don't. That's true. We have like extra rooms in our house now. Sorry, we live in the valley in apartments, but you, you get you the get, idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you guys understand what I'm saying. <laughs> it's not I too I am too young to have just a guest bedroom that's untouched that we just keep clean for when we possibly have company. This I room okay. is used for me to go in and no, come no. out a different person. Okay, but this is what I'm saying. I obviously, if I had a guest room, I would sleep there. I would have sex there. Yeah. Okay, obviously. Okay. That would happen. Yeah. But I wouldn't call it my fuck room. Okay, but and that's the difference between you and I. I would not have a dungeon. I would not have, I would never install a sex dungeon into my house because, because I have an, a spare bedroom. And that to me, it's like, I would why install, even live? I why? Would, but install like a gym. I would do like a gym, mm-hmm. a home office, which is what I've done. I get to make all the choices that I want to make. And that means that sometimes I, I put out Halloween decorations in August. Yes. And sometimes that means that my guest bedroom is only for weird sex stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my prerogative as an I adult. have not been over to your house since it is turned. And I would love to come over and take a gander. You might not want to. Seriously? <laughs> you might. I'm sorry. You might not be able to look at me for a few days after. Oh my god. Well, I can let you into the main room part, but you can't go into the closet. We're in gay news. Uh, can, can I we intro it again? Gagasha. Ready? Gay news news. So this week, BB Rexa came out with a new album, and the day before her album dropped, she decided to share that she has been in love with women before. I love the phrasing of that. I love... Because it kind of assumes that most women will fuck other women. Yeah. But she's saying, beyond that, I've I've been been in in love love with women. I love that. She also teased that she's been in love with some other big celebrities. Yeah. That she's like, I will not share who it is, but people would be interested. Do we know anyone? We know somebody who's fucked BB Rexa, right? No, we know somebody's fucking hysterical. I'm still thinking about you <laughs> giving yourself a seven. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, so BB came out. I do find the timing of the announcement to be suspect. She did it the day before her album dropped. Mm-hmm. So I do find that a little bizarre. And I'm not. And then she went on to say that she w- she thinks that when she's in a relationship with a woman, it's too emotional and she can't handle it. Fascinating. So I'm like, huh. I do think that that's a. F- 
funny way to put it to come out, but then be like, I also can't handle it. I that's so interesting. It is interesting. Was she before this not had not discussed her sexual preferences openly? She was on the song with Rita Ora. The gay one? The gay one that got a lot of flack because... Because they weren't openly gay? None of them were openly gay. Then Rita came out and was like, I fuck women. And we were all like, we know. (laughs) (laughs) And then Cardi has openly said that she's fucked women. So it was just like uh, Charlie XCX and BB Rexa that remained silent. And now she's like, me too. (laughs) I think it's very interesting too. I, I do like this new kind of like trend to say like to not identify yourself as a particular identity that are, is common. That it's not like, oh, I'm gay or like I'm a lesbian or I'm bi or whatever. Yeah. But just like, well, yeah, like I've been in love with women before. So do with that what you will. And she said that. She's like, I don't like labels. I refuse to label myself. So she's like, but yes, I have dated and been in love with women. I love that. Yeah. I'm a huge fan Good of BB. Her. Have you seen I know her? you are. But who's your number one right now? Because I feel like yours has kind of shifted. Like, who's your number one total babe? Honestly, I, number one total babe is my girlfriend. No, I know. Don't fucking come up in here and say number one babe. Like, obviously. Who says that? Somebody who's a seven. <laughs> your seven is showing. I haven't been that interested in anyone right now. Like, celebrities. You really are at a seven. I'm, I, I have Your sex vibe. Yeah, I'm not. I haven't seen. The vaccine got you. The vaccine got me. Yeah. I've been out of commission for a minute. I understand. That happens. I've been too tired to have sex for like weeks. Are you serious? <laughs> I feel like crazy. Do you just lay there? Or you just no. haven't had sex in a couple weeks? No, she just keeps asking and I'm like, yes, babe, hold on. And then I fall asleep to survive her. Can I leave this in? Can I leave this in? You can't have this in after I said that I have a fuck room. And then I'm like, I do have a, I set it all up. I got so tired from sitting in my fuck room that I haven't had sex in like a few days. (laughs) I do. I'm like so tired because I booked this job. And then I'm like, I know she really wants to do it because she tells me. (laughs) She's like, I really want to fuck you. And like, I keep having sex dreams about her. And like, obviously my body wants it as well, but I'm so tired. And I work out so early in the morning. I'm so tired. This episode has gone from you being like, (laughs) yeah, I fuck a lot. You being like, I'm so tired, I can't do it anymore. I'm so tired, and I set such high expectations for myself sexually that I don't just want to like give her a four. I want to give her the whole shebang, and I'm tired. Wow, how the tables have turned. You just said you would be a four right now. I didn't. Yes, you did. I'm leaving it in. Dude. They're going to hear it. Your she hair is just, getting really long. I know. I need you to cut it. Well, you said it looks good like at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. I'm getting too turned on by you. Oh, that's why I got to cut it. There's other gay news. I'm just going to summarize it real quick. Caitlyn Jenner went on Fox News and and said her friend was going to Sedona. So... (laughs) Everyone's talking about Caitlyn Jenner, talking about her friend leaving the hangar, going to Sedona, and she's so out of touch with reality. And I have a question. Yeah. Who is more embarrassing for which community? Jake Paul for the straight community or Caitlyn Jenner for the gay community? Caitlyn Jenner by far. I agree. I think she... There's a different standard for queer people. I know. She is so bad for our community. It's because straight people can disconnect from like whatever the Paul. They're like, that's not whatever. We don't care. But we have to kind of like take a bullet for all of our community. We're like, ugh, that's that's one of us. Yeah. 
And it is. That sucks. And ass. she sucks. She sucks. She sucks so hard. It's crazy. Can we return her? I would love to. I would love to. Anyways, that has been good, 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 gay news. News. I got a quick bumble fumble for you. Hit me with it. Here we go. Let me start by saying I love your podcast. Me and my friends listen to your podcast every week and we talk about how funny it is. Let me just set the stage for this bumble fumble. I've been dating. I've been in a dating lull for years. I was completing my residency in OBGYN and it was difficult to meet people slash have a relationship. I kept trying and giving up and then trying again. I moved to North Carolina after graduating residency and the pandemic and the pandemic shut down my hopes and dreams of meeting the right girl slash anyone decent in January. After being vaccinated, I decided it was time to get back out there. I met a girl online who seemed really cool and normal, a really difficult find, at least in my experience. So we messaged for a few days, then decided to go on a date. Good job. In a social distance mindset, we picked, we decided on dinner at her place. I was excited and hopeful, but tried not to have too high of expectations. I worked all day, planned my outfit accordingly, even forgot earrings. So I went to go buy a pair on my lunch break, then stopped to get her to get a haircut. And then the one hour drive to get to her house. Whoa, that's far. This is also the level of effort that I put into first dates yeah. as well. Yeah. I think about it for like three days beforehand, what I'm going to wear, because when to port- wash my hair so my important. hair sits perfectly. Yeah. yeah. You like want to bring this. Good yeah. for you. It's a possible lover. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy to meet like good or people. Or a possible best friend. But since I do... <laughs> or a possible, or a possible sister. enemy. <laughs> or in our case, podcast host. <laughs> I do feel like this is exciting because uh, I do know it's a bumble fumble, so I'm scared. Yeah. I feel bad. Okay. Uh, I showed up to her... I showed up to her in sweats and a pulled back wet hair. Now, it's totally cool. Wait, wait. She showed up. This other girl showed up with sweat. I showed up to her place. And she was in sweats and pulled back wet hair after she had gotten a haircut and went to buy earrings on her break and drove an hour to get there. I can't wait to talk about this. Okay. Now it's totally cool if you want to play it casual, but she didn't even have to put forth an effort at all. And let me tell you, the real life did not match the profile pictures. Some might call it a catfish situation. I've attached the evidence below. Hell yeah. This was already wordy. So I'll just get, I'll just cut to the chase. She went on to discuss being a proponent of social justice, but then stated that she can't tell black people apart. Ah. To which I told her, hey, that's actually racist. Don't say stuff like that. Yeah. Good for you. Um, the kitchen, parentheses, the only room that I was shown, was so gross. It was covered in clothes and dog toys and wet ones, body wipes on the table what the that fuck? we were going to eat on. The climax of the evening was her puppy peeing on the kitchen floor and then her yelling at the puppy, not taking it out, and then leaving the pee on the floor next to us while we ate. Uh, I considered walking out at the time, but I was too in shock, which led to apparent temporarily temporary paralysis. It was the worst date of my life, but here's the twist. My re-entering the dating scene triggered a midwife in my practice to reveal her long-standing feelings for me. <gasps> we quickly fell into deep and meaningful happiness, and I'm so grateful to have found who I believe is the girl of my dreams. It turned out this bumble fumble led to the best thing that ever happened to me. Oh my God. So that is quite the bumble fumble. So here is her profile picture. And then she got a picture of her on the date. Oh wow. Yeah. That doesn't look anything like her. And she's not, she's dressed up for like going to bed. She looks like she's we'll get going into to it. Bed. This is them in love. Also that looks like me. I'm also a ginger. 
Wow. Cute. Um, so why would the first date be at somebody's house? I think first date, you should always meet in a public place. I think that because of the pandemic, things were closed. I think this was back when restaurants were not you open. You should still meet in still a meet public, in public place. Yeah, it is Go like, to a park, do a walk, yeah. go see, watch the sunset. It's so much easier to, to bail when you're not in somebody's home. It just feels safer when you're like, even if your restaurants aren't open, you can be at a park. Yeah. Like don't go to somebody's house before you, you've met somebody. When you're on a date, put your best foot forward. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, this was insane. I mean, it's also like, it's so, this is like, and I think that's why when I was reading it, I stopped to comment on like, good for you for putting effort forward. That for me is so much more important than like yes. any of the other things that you can really bring to a first date. A lot of times first dates, you're going to have the same six conversations over and over it again. Is. It's the but same thing to show, Hey, whether or not we're going to like match whatever, like I want to you to know that like I'm putting my effort forward because I want you to see like that. I care about making a good impression. Absolutely. And to see, and like how many times did we go out with people? Yeah. They show up late. Yes. They're wearing sweats. They brought all their friends. They obviously like didn't care, give a fuck yeah. about this meeting interaction at all. We are adults. If you are over to 18 going on a date, put effort into yes. it. It doesn't matter if we're in a pandemic or not, you, you don't wear sweats on a date. No. And also like there's totally ways that you can keep dates casual, but also clean up, still pee. give a shit. It could be cash and you clean up after your dog. It doesn't have That's to be a formal. Yeah. Fucking insane. That's so crazy. And like, I've met people like this that are like, and I'm like a little bit, I have OCD like tendencies with the things in my home. Yeah. But cl- actual urine on your floor. You have to clean it you up. You have to. You just have to. And you can't, if you're even like having somebody at your house for the first time, regardless of what number date you're on. You have to put effort forward. You have yeah. to give a shit. You have to like try. Dry your hair. Don't wear sweats on a date. Fucking Don't wear joggers on a date. Don't yeah. wear track pants on a date. Don't I, wear socks with Birkenstocks on a date, lesbians. I went on a Do date. Do not with wear a, girl a snapback on a this. date. I well, a snapback I could see lesbians doing. But I think like I once went on a date and I on accident, this is actually not on purpose. Steph, my best friend, was she was there, saw the girl, then she left. She saw the girl. She nicknamed her Sweaty Girl because the girl showed up it's with her, her. It was me. No. Hair was not washed. Hair was up in like a messy bun, but it was like filthy. And she just wore like a white shirt that she had like probably worked out in. She just put no effort forward yeah, into the date. It it has nothing to do with like whether or not you look just like your pictures or whether or not you're hot. It is more just to try yeah. You have to show that you give a shit. Exactly. And it's it is so simple. insane to me that this keeps happening to people. Yeah. Where you show up and you're like, this person just finished a basketball game. Yeah, why? And then is like drunk on the date and like their I like their cat litter was everywhere. It's like yeah. people need it's like it was already kind of bad. And then I feel like the pandemic really gave people like an excuse to be like well, I'm not going to give a shit anymore. And it's like, no, 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 no. You have to put your best foot forward. Yeah. You have to try. Yeah. And also, um, this is a hot couple alert. So congratulations to you guys. And I'm so glad that this bumble fumble turned into you meeting like your dream girl. Yeah. So congratulations. Huge. Holy fuck. I have an ask a dyke for you. Yes. And then I'll have a queer of the week. And yeah. I'll get out of here. I love that. You ready? Okay, this Ask a Dyke says, Greetings, Dykes. I have a dilemma. I am again asking advice for t- uh, from two people on the internet I've never met. Yeah, so sue me. 
Okay, so I've been talking to two women consistently for the last month. They're very different people, but both are very awesome. The chemistry with one, brunette, is getting hotter, though, and the texting is steamy. The other one, blonde, seems to be become more of a pen pal. The pandemic is really bad in Ontario, where we live. Ooh, our Canadians. Mm. Uh, and we are still under stay-at-home orders, which is why I've had to hold off on meeting both of these women for so long. Well, I've got my vaccine now, and so do both of them, and they both want to meet, but honestly, I'm feeling it more with the brunette. Also, because it's still technically illegal to meet with anyone outside your household, I don't think it's safe to be in person slash dating two women at once. So... Now I have to break the news to the blonde. What do I say? She's honestly a lovely person. I'm just not feeling it the same way with the brunette. Um, I also feel even more guilty because she shared some of her past relationships experience and I don't want to be another person who hurts her either. Mm. I know I can't keep seeing her just because I feel bad, but I don't know what to say. Okay. So thank you so much for reaching out. Mm. This is great. I think... Because you and I have been like, especially these past few months, really looking back yeah. at our, we on, we, on one of our Patreon episodes, we went through times that we have been dumped via text. Yes. And, and it was, some of them brutal. Some of them fucking brutal. I yeah. also like really thought I'd never been dumped. And I'm like, that was my ego speaking. Yeah. We've both been fully dumped. We've both been ghosted. We've both been dumped. We've After both, a, like a date two, people have been like, it's yeah, a no for it's me. a no. Yeah. We <laughs> go watch that episode. If you want to feel, if you want to see two gay hosts being madly humbled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For real, dude. Um, fuck. I think we've also been really kind of discussing that. It is so kind yeah. to be honest to, to be honest and to stop wasting somebody's time as soon yeah. as you can. So I think the fact that you know, right, you're reaching out to us and you know it's like, hey, I'm I'm more into this brunette. Yeah. You already know what you have to do. It would be immoral to keep wasting her time. And yeah. it's also, I think you can relieve yourself of some of the guilt you're feeling, this whole like, I don't want to be another person to let her down. None of that's on you. Yeah. We're all out here sharing whatever we want to share, whatever level of intimacy and depth with people with knowing that, hey, we're getting to know somebody. I've never met this person in real life. Like, I could get hurt. That's the nature of dating. Dating, that's not on you to say I have to protect this person from maybe feeling pain. Yeah. It's not your job. We're all out here just trying to fuck. It isn't. People, I, I agree. Yeah. It's you don't have to hold on to that. Yeah. You don't have to put put it onto yourself to say, I don't want to ever be. And honestly, like sometimes you're gonna be the asshole in somebody's story, and that doesn't mean that you have to fix, you know what I mean? Like, that's okay. Yeah. You can get to know somebody and then even I, I think what I would say is as honest. And as close to the truth as possible, which is like, I had every intention to like going further down this path with you, but I have to be upfront that I met somebody else who's kind of pulling a lot more of my attention. Mm -hmm. And I think it would be unfair to me to keep going with you. Yeah. Or it'd be unfair to both of us. I think that's a great way to put that's it. That's what I would say. It's yeah. truthful. And it's also like, it's, it lets everyone know where you're at. Now, can I ask you something? Yes, bitch. I love podcasting with you. <laughs> so it, it's interesting that they they obviously are already made up their mind that yeah. they're like, I'm going with the brunette, not the blonde. Because I would, if I hadn't met either of them, I would go on a first date with both of them, then make my decision. So I, I honestly, I, I think you should actually meet both of them because you don't know over text what this, if sparks are flying... Like I have it had, change. it could change so quickly. So, but it, I think that this, 
uh, the person who wrote in was just thinking. Well, more they're all vaccinated. Safe. Oh, they're all all three of you are vaccinated, so there there really isn't a safety concern. Yeah, I would go on the date with both of them and then make your decision because, like, me and my girlfriend, it's not like we had steamy text messages before we started dating. Mm-hmm. Even if we were to text a long time, like you can talk with somebody and have it be fucking mind blowing. And then when you meet them, you're like, Oh, Oh, you're just a writer. You're just good at texting. (laughs) I think that it's also, I, my instincts at first were the same as you, which is like, if this was happening to me, I would go on a first date with both of them. It's not like you go on a first date and that means that you can't be dating anyone else. Like it's still so new. Yeah. However, the fact that the person DM'd us and like blatantly is like, I'm really just feeling it with the brunette. Sure. Let's me know yeah. that I think it would feel. The decision has already been exactly. made. I think that they if, already know that it's like, I would feel uncomfortable like still going on the state with the blonde because I've already like kind of moved further with the brunette. I think yeah. they, they already know what they want to do. I get And that. at that point it's like, well then yeah, don't waste somebody's time if you're already invested. Yes. yes. I guess I'm just saying if, if it, it were, were me. I would go out with both of them, then make your decision. But if you already have made the decision in your head, yes, tell the person immediately. Totally. Because, yeah, you can't go back after you say. Exactly. Like, imagine it doesn't really work out with this this brunette. Then you're, like, high and dry. And this blonde could have been the L of your L. Mm -hmm. Love your life. Totally L of your L. I'm not saying that blondes are... They're not. In my experience, they never are. In my experience... They're worse in bed. I have never... Yeah, it's never the blonde. It's never the blonde. (laughs) Sometimes it is. Erica. (laughs) Um, That was a good one. Do we have a queer of the week? We do. Also, thanks so much for writing in. I think, yeah, Um, being as truthful as possible and like saving somebody some time and it's it's okay to be truthful and and have somebody, Mm -hmm. you're fine. Okay. Here's the queer of the week. Queer of the week. Bitch, that was the best I've ever heard you sing. Thank you. I love you. I love you. I don't want to do the self-tape. Rachel has a self-tape after this. And I, I want you to know that I, when you ask me, you're like, hey, I'll buy you a coffee. I don't want anything <laughs> from you. I would pay to do your self-tapes. I hate it so fucking much. I know you hate it, but I, it is the pinnacle of my day why do they make me play the fattest people ever they always have you eating pasta or pizza in the scene or pie or pie and then i my lines are usually like "Mm, me like pizza (laughs) like what is that i weigh 150 pounds by the way hollywood does not know how to categorize women other than fat fat or rail thin i don't want to do it okay here's our queer of the week Hi, Rachel and Mackenzie. My name is MJ. I hope it's not too late to submit this for Queer of the Week um, for the 17th. Yeah, this will be out. Hell yeah. I'd like to nominate my good friend Judson for Queer of the Week. She's a badass femme lesbian who takes no shit, and I absolutely love her. She's an amazing photographer who advocates for queer inclusivity within the wedding industry. Hashtag book her. Love that. Uh, she also works nine to five at the human rights watch. I know very fucking hot. We met in college and she helped me through my first big gay breakup. And most recently we're roommates. Uh, she's also has two beautiful cats who I will include pictures of. They're precious. Judson is the type of person who will always show up for her loved ones. Who's fiercely passionate about life, who will get into Facebook comment fights for you, Mm. who will cook you a five star five course meal without asking and who knows how to sit back with a glass of wine and just chill the fuck out. 
She introduced me to the show a while back and for my birthday created a website of all my friends to send me wishes for me. The website is www.taylorswiftisgay.com. No, it's not. No, it's not. Is it really? I don't know. That's what she wrote. It's a link. We didn't even talk about that Taylor Swift posted that uh, girl in red thing recently the celebration for her new album dropping which is literally the most queer coded thing that you could do possibly taylor ever. swift taylor i don't even know if i have the energy to get into how gay she is it's so blatant at this point she's not even trying she's not even trying anyways she been- could she could actively on at the vmas be going down on dua lipa and halsey at the same time yeah and they would be like, it's probably from a male perspective. Right. This like, is just what is her. that? <laughs> what does she have to do to make straight people listen to me? <laughs> straight people refuse to listen to me. They're like, but she used to be in country music. I'm like, bitch, that doesn't mean she's not gay. She's that so means gay. she's just gay with a southern accent. <laughs> that means she goes down on women with a cowboy hat on. They're not mutually exclusive. Do you know how many southern lesbians I have fucked? Come on. <laughs> Teardrops on my guitar ass. <laughs> when you used to sing Taylor Swift at karaoke, it was the funniest thing. Dude, I karaoke'd. You used to carry. Oh, I saw. I saw. I bought a bunch of champagne and karaoke'd. And kar- karaoke'd. I. We should go. Would love to go. We have to. This week. I karaoke'd with a mask on. I nearly fainted, bitch. <laughs> I almost fucking had to get carried out of oaks and this time not because of alcohol poisoning <laughs> is that the end of the queer of the week no it's not <laughs> sorry we're so sorry i've been trying to figure out how to return those favors and this is the only way that i could think of so happy birthday judson as promised and uh, pics are included as well as some pictures of her work at the end okay how so these pictures we... are included by the way her her photography is super fucking good oh i want to see oh my God. Also, babe so, alert. Yeah. Yeah. So huge, thank huge, you huge. so much for writing in. Happy birthday and happy Queer of the Week to you, Judson. And I love your guys' queer friendship. And I'm in love with everyone in these photos. Love it so much. I cannot believe that we didn't think of getting the domain taylorswiftisgay.com for just our podcast. Can I just say something to you quick, huh. Mackenzie? Um, so I did click on the link that said taylorswiftisgay.com is gay.com and uh it went to a page that said this url is no longer has expired <gasps> we're buying it because we're buying it we have to and it just links you to, to two our, texts and I'm yeah. Like, yeah we're doing it i love that uh this week we watched <laughs> the movie i can't think straight and this movie is super fucking fun it came out in 2008 it did and it is here let me give you do you want to read this i'll read the synopsis A young woman engaged to be married finds her life changed forever when she meets her best friend's girlfriend. I don't think that that... That's not quite... That doesn't quite get it. Let me pull one up. Let me pull another one up. Um, But we have our two leads. We have Tala and we have Layla. And this movie, by the way, I think one of our one of our fans has DM'd us and says like, please don't judge the audio of this movie because apparently it got redubbed completely redubbed. Yeah. The audio, something had definitely happened to it, which is, it makes sense. So I was like, I listened to this movie with one headphone in on my computer, very small. Oh, so I was like, so you missed the whole thing. Well, no, but it, I, it didn't bother me as much because I was like, 
I had it small. Yeah. And I think that like it helps you look so you over could, that it was mouth like dubbed. Moving. Yeah. Okay. I've got a different summary here. Yeah. As her wedding day approaches, a feisty bride, Lisa Ray, falls in love with a shy Muslim woman uh, who is also dating a man. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. So, so I Lisa saw- Ray is... Tala. Is Tala, yeah. yeah. And Tala has been engaged four times. She's very picky is what they say. Yeah. Well, very she gets picky. like, she gets very close and then she's like, no, he has a drug addiction, which by the way, I'm like, that's not that picky. She yeah, just doesn't want to date an addict, which is like fair or marry an addict, I should say. Um, and so she keeps getting closer with men where she's like, oh, I finally found one where there's nothing wrong with him. There's a lot of respect and I love him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she is on her fourth. And uh, I also read that, so the director of this movie is Shamim Seraf, and she wrote it and directed it. And I was reading that this is she's actually also le- she's also gay. Yeah, this is her love story. Yeah, the movie is her actual experience, which is how y- I think you get such specific cultural points of view. Right, mm-hmm. you have not just a Muslim lead. We have like we have intersecting type of identities in yeah. this movie that like I've never seen, and that it's also not like. The white blonde femme woman dates one dark haired, yes. dark eyed woman. Where, or yeah. even it doesn't it doesn't feel like it was written white and then cast yeah. black, mm-hmm. which we have seen that done, mm-hmm. and it is like pretty palpable. Yeah, you can just sense it. Right. Where it's like, okay, you know, that is like a step that we're moving forward, but it is very like hollow and you don't get the experience culturally of like somebody who has these identities and yeah. they ha- that has those experiences. Well, I love to learn from movies. Right. I well, like learning we something to new. see in this movie. I was like, I was obviously like texting Nazara the whole time. I was like, Oh, it's so fun to see like our lead character. We have, uh, Layla's Layla. mom yeah. who is like culturally Indian and like wants her to like have that type of like experience, but like they're also obviously had then, you know, immigrated to Europe, but she's still Muslim. Mm -hmm. So like, there's like multi layered experiences here, which I think is so like interesting to see. And then we have Tala who is like, well, I'm not religious anymore at all. And like is from Jordan. So she has like this Arabic background, but they all are like living in Europe now. And they, it's also like, it's equal parts like this queer experience, but I'm also seeing a movie with like multiple types of like family backgrounds. Yeah. And then they're like going to play polo together. And it is just that like was fun. I loved that scene and also beautifully shot. I know it's like fun because it yeah. was like, so, so yes, the dubbing makes you, it makes it fucking corny and the movie in general, right? It isn't like this love story is shocking. However, it felt fresh because it was very clearly written and directed and made by this director's actual experience, right? You don't see white people writing like a European Arabic, like Jordanian woman who's now queer. Right. Like you don't really see that. So it felt very authentic, even though it was dubbed over pretty fucking terribly, but Mm -hmm. I'm giving it a pass. And it's like, yeah, okay, we have these two women meet. You have your classic, like, doe-eyed, uh-oh, we met. And I can't, I'm engaged, my wedding's approaching. Right, and like, but it was, like, there there were funny moments, and yeah. it was, like, very charming. So it wasn't as corny. It feels more like 
uh, Imagine Me and You. It does. Where you're like, it's you're seeing a basic rom-com. Yeah. And like, whoops, we're gay. Which I'm like, okay, I'm sick of the, oh, no, we're gay. But this was 2008. Yeah. You know, you have to remember that. Which, by the way, feels like the 1800s at this yeah, point. When I'm does. seeing a 2008 movie, I'm like, did they even have technology? Exactly. Like, why isn't everyone on cell phones? Yeah. Like, it's just, it feels dated. But if you give it a break and you go in there... And you're seeing, I'm like, first of all, also not to whatever, but these are the two hottest, like, leads. They are so uh, I, sexy. And they're, so yes, this movie's hokey. Yeah. Yes, it's not but it's that hot. exciting. It's hot. That but kiss. the chemistry, right, was actually pretty fucking, good. like, good. Yeah. If, if I was, like, I thought that these two leads, like carried it into something that makes it better i think that's why this is one of your classic lesbian movies is because their chemistry is like actually working for me yeah and it wasn't like they had much i mean we're not given much in this types of tonally movies like this where well it's pg-13 exactly but it was fun and like they basically like tala you know, and Layla end up going on a trip together where they're in a hotel and they're mm-hmm. like away together. Classic. And it was supposed to be three girls hanging out. It turns into two as it always does, oh. bitch. And they fuck. And when they wake up, Layla's like, have you ever done this before? And Tala's like, yeah, I have. But like, I can't live this lifestyle. Yeah. And then basically the next part of the movie, and this is where I think we get into like, that's how I could feel that it was written by a queer woman. Mm-hmm. Because for Layla... She's like, okay, if you can't do this, like, because I've now, like, you've unlocked this, like, passion and love for women in me, and, like, I'm not going back to who I used to be. Layla moves on and starts dating a different woman. Yeah. And she's like, hey, if you're not ready to come out. favorite part. Yeah. Is that she's like, if you're not ready, sorry. I am. I'm I'm actually, I'm not going to force you to come out of the closet. She's not bitter, but she's moving forward, and she's like, this for me is something. And that is where where I differentiate this from a lot of other queer movies totally. because then they both go back into the closet and go back to the shame. Right. Where this she's like, you know what? No, I'm going to carry us into the third act yes. by continuing this character development right. and this arc that I'm having. And we don't normally get that. You don't. We get the coming out story that is also trauma. Exactly. And this isn't trauma. Yeah. This is actual, like, to me, like, fellows, feels really true to, like, exactly. a lot of queer experiences. Yeah. Which I is loved like, it. if you're not ready... Yeah. Then you have to see me. So they like time moves on. Tala runs into Layla yeah. with a new girlfriend and is like, fuck. But Layla thinks she did get married, but yeah. she didn't. Yeah. And they end up like, because they get hoodwinked and like whatever, they end up at a dinner together. And Tala has her redeeming moment and is like, hey, I never got married to that guy. I'm ready for you now. And it ends up, you know, the timing works out and they end up getting together. And like, listen, is this movie. The best written, highbrow, you know, changing everything? No. But is it more nuanced than most, like, coming out kind of, like, absolutely, yes. Because it's a 2008 independent movie. The audio got fucked up. Yes. 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 It's not, like, that's what you're getting Did we get a hot polo scene, though? Yeah. Yeah. And did I'm they have a the horse budget? Yeah, they did. The budget for the horses was high. <laughs> high. Honestly, I really, really liked this movie. I yeah. was shocked at how much I liked it. Uh, me too, because it is like, you you know what? It's, it's hokey and it's not yeah. like... But also, I will take this, which feels like we're seeing such specific cultural identities and yeah. like people who like, obviously this feels authentic because it was. Yeah. Because it's her, the director it's and writer's actual, actual experience. Yeah. But that's why I'm like, as a queer person, it's like, yeah, show me that. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, it's, we're not 
you know, I'd rather see a, a PG 13 hokey movie that was like actually written and cast by our Ammonite. Then a, exactly. Yeah. Then like in all white bond drum that shows written me, by a man. Yeah. Produced by a man, directed by a man that just has a little nipple and like a raunchy sex yeah. scene. And they're like, that's our lesbian movie. Because this doesn't, this feels like, yes, it, it, it's not this where I'm like, I don't think this was specifically made for straight people or, yeah. but like it wasn't pretending to be something that it's not. And yeah. it, it wasn't like it was using these specific queer experiences for shock value mm-hmm. or to like titillate. Like yeah. even though they have these like very romantic kind of 2080s, like we're in silk jammies. 2080s? Yeah. 2008. Tease. It got it. Not <laughs> into the future. I think like this, I don't know. And maybe I'm just romanticizing it because I was so wildly attracted to the leads. They are so hot. But I think that this movie wasn't trying to be anything other than like, this was the director's experience and yeah. we're going to make this into a PG 13 rom-com. I loved it. And like it worked. It did. It worked. How many gloves would you give it? Four. I agree. I, I could have been funnier, but it didn't go on and on. No. And it didn't like, it I thought nice, it was great. Tight, like, yeah. And it, it, I, I don't know. I like, I think it, it's so much more fun to have something, a true experience written and directed by somebody who is of that like actual experience. And then we get to sit back and be like, yeah, like, of course there's queerness throughout all these different types. And instead of just seeing, yeah, this is just like, it make these movies. Ending. Make these movies. And I wasn't stressed out while watching it. That's yeah. what I like. Not yeah. being stressed out, just sitting back, relaxing, enjoying the movie. Make more movies like this yeah. and less movies like Ammonite. Ammonite. That's what I would say. How many gloves would you give it? Four. Yeah. Same. It was fun. It was great. Thank you for recommending. I see why this is a, a classic lesbian movie. Yeah. I'm shocked we hadn't done it yet. Me too. What do we have next week? So next week, um, we are going to watch, and I know we're going to get flack for this, but season three of Shrill. Why are we going to get flack? Because season one and season two, it's pretty hard to watch yes. because of that guy who yeah. she keeps coming back to. We're watching it specifically for the queer storylines in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited. We also like it. We love a lot of people who made the show. Yes. So we're going to watch it, and I'm we very sure excited. Are. Uh, I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you. So watch season three of Shrill. Shrill. It's on Hulu. If you guys want more Bumble Fumbles, uh, Ask a Dykes, all those fun segments that we do, join us on Patreon for between $5 and $10 a month. We have so many more episodes on Patreon. And if you're looking for all our old episodes, they go on Patreon once they are unavailable on every other podcast platform. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I don't want to do this self-tape. I can't wait. Oh, fuck. All right. I'm Rachel Scanlon. I'm Mackenzie Goodwin. Go do something gay today. We are the greatest dykes in the world. Mackenzie Goodwin. Rachel Scanlon. Worldwide dykes for life. Hey. Two dykes. Two dykes. Two dykes. One mic. One mic. One mic.